Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of I Have a Podcast. I am Vinny Potestivo, and I would like to welcome you to the space here where we talk about creativity and technology, humanity, mental illness. And in today's episode, we will be talking about mental illness. So I'd like to give reference to the National Alliance of Mental Illnesses 24-hour hotline, which is 1-800-950-6264. And please don't be afraid to use that number if any part of this conversation triggers you. One more time, it's 800-950-6264. And I'm about to introduce you to two very special friends of mine. My friend, David Nathan, who ran promo and artist development at Republic Records and Universal Group forever, and is currently the founder and president at D&D Endeavors, and his wife, Brady Nathan, who comes from advertising and is also the co-founder of MyWorkButterfly.com, a social media site for moms. In the summer of 2020, they lost their son, Jack. And in his shadow, in his footsteps, and in his honor, they took the brand their son, Jack, had launched and turned it into a cause-driven brand on a mission. The brand is called Happy Jack, and you can find out more information on them right now by logging on to happyjacksworld.com. But I wanted to take this time to connect with Jack's parents, Brady and David Nathan, to talk about running their son's retail business, to talk about the lessons learned, experiences working with Jack's friends, as well as with college ambassadors. Going into this interview, I knew one thing, as an individual who struggled with mental illness, Jack was committed to transforming the lives of children and families struggling with mental health. So let's check in and see how things are going with Brady and David Nathan and see what is fueling the fire behind this very special brand. It's good. I mean, even where Brady and I are in our lives today, we now have the good fortune of running a company together on behalf and in memory of our son. And, you know, our daughter is 17 and she's, you know, a very vocal piece of our, of the company. And, and, and because of her age, you know, she gives us a perspective sometimes that, that neither one of us know and understand, and it's very helpful. And so for her to be part of what we're doing is, is really important on a ton of different levels. Again, my heart goes out to you and I'm so sorry that things that had taken place have taken place. But for the people who aren't familiar with the story, do you want to share to let us know a little bit about Happy Jack and Jack? Sure. Our son, Jack Nathan, who morphed into Happy Jack, unfortunately and tragically passed away this past summer on July 3rd, and our world came crashing down. But he left us with this brand that represented him so beautifully that we knew in our hearts without question that it was something that we wanted to continue. So to back up a little bit, Jack struggled with anxiety and, and bouts of depression, um, mostly anxiety. And for him, his outlet was painting. He would get lost in painting. Even he went to University of Denver. So in his fraternity house, he would spend hours and hours and the, you know, his fraternity brothers would be around him like playing huge Mac Miller listening. And it just sort of where his mind stopped reeling, he would say, and he would get lost in it. He was asked to paint a mural in the, in the college town bar. He did that. He loved it. It was just a great outlet. And I was grateful that he had found one and then coronavirus happened and he had to come home. So the painting turned into designs and happy Jack, but when he came home, it's sort of like, what do I do now? So he spent that time developing a website. He launched on June 7th, 
and he launched with a collection of very whimsical designs and aptly called it Collection One. I love the shapes and sounds and textures of how they approach creating. Seems like every kid now wants to be an entrepreneur. It's certainly our child. And I think a lot of it is innate and in who you are as a person. Jack never could have worked for anyone. Just was perfect for him and, and a lot of people that he was surrounded himself with. And Jack had this vision of Happy Jack. It's one thing to have an artistic talent and be a great editor or be a great producer. But I hate saying kids or children too. I don't want to diminish them just because of an age group. But I feel like what they have is this other skill set of empathy that like I was taught was emotion. So like if it appeared on my job performance review, like as in Vinny has too many emotions, it's not taken the same way as Vinny leads with empathy. We have a job and a responsibility, A, as parents, B, as the older generation, and C, as people who have experience in this world, so to speak, to be able to help where we can. And that's the underlying and the real message about what Happy Jack is. He would come up, you know, into my room in the midst of everything he was doing, and he would just look at me and say, big things, ma. Big things are coming. Like there was no doubt in this child's mind that he was going to be someone, that he was going to make a difference in this world, that he was going to affect change. And we were like, okay, let's go. So all these people came out of like the woodwork that were peers of his and started like calling him and supporting him. And Jack was able to donate $1,000 to the Child Mind Institute literally within one week of sales. In his messaging on Instagram, he had said that he only wishes to be able to add more zeros to that. And David and I were able to do that for him and for any other child that suffers. You know, he had said to us, if I can just help one person, it will all be worth it. And we receive notes every day. And God willing, he's watching and sees the impact that this child has had on the rest of them. We get messages from parents that are grateful that Jack shared his story because it enabled their own children to finally share their story. It's like a coming out, if yeah. you will. It's not something that we should be ashamed of any longer. Like I said, Jack was the voice for all these kids and made it okay to talk about. So I think he normalized it in, in such a way. And what I'm grateful for is that you know Jack was the most loving soul and anyone who met him just he had very magnetic, charismatic, handsome, just when he loved, he loved hard. And I sort of thought like, well, you had to really know Jack to get it. But we get a ton of messages that say like, I never met Jack. I didn't even know your son, but he saved me. And for me, that makes me feel like we're doing everything right. Because yeah. it's one thing to know him. And it's one thing to sort of follow his lead without him here physically. That's so important for me. I think I was a little nervous initially without his physical presence that it would get lost. And to be transparent, there are many times where I sit in his room and I'm like, just tell me what you want to do. Tell me what to do next. Um, because I want him to be proud and I want it to be aligned with his voice and who he was as a person. So that's when I reach out to the kids, sort of asking them what they would have done. But there are times where I would love his roadmap. I would love to jump inside of his head and, and we can't do that. So we just have to go with our gut a lot of times and just say, this is innately Jack or this is really not Jack at all. I'm, I'm talking mentally, I'm talking physically, I'm talking emotionally um, and financially, you know, cause he 
he would have wanted that too, but he didn't care about the money. He really, he never did. He never cared about it. And that that's, I think, a beautiful characteristic to have. I'm grateful that Jack, even though he's physically not with us, is still able to help people. That means we're doing something right. I was nervous initially that he had to be here in order for him to affect change, but it's not the case. And those are the DMs that um, tell me that doing something right, that's what it's all about. Like David said, it's not about the hoodie, it's not about the hat, it's about offering support to whoever needs it. It's beautiful. Jack's greater purpose was to reach the people out there afraid to speak up and help them address their suffering. Because of this, he made sure there were no limits as to who his art or talents could affect, which led to some unique challenges that come with being a cause-driven brand. It's bittersweet, but when Brady and I are able to write a check um, on our son's behalf to, you know, active minds or breast cancer awareness or kids who suffer with body dysmorphia or Black Lives Matter or racial injustice or social injustice or any anything that, you know, Jack believed deserved to be recognized, it gives us great pleasure. And we've been able to do that. And we've, you know, donated in less than eight months over $25,000, you know, wow. to different kinds of charities and helped, you know, and Brady says, we get notes every day from the littlest thing, like, thank you for gifting me your son for a day I met him to you've changed our lives, you know, with what you're doing and then and, and everything in between. There's not a day that goes by that we don't get at least one, two or three things. Some days it makes you cry. Some days it makes you smile. Some days it makes you believe that there is good in this world and that we are going to get through this and that we will, you know, persevere and, and we'll come out of this with something beautiful and a brand for our son. He's like, we were going to take over the world. What I love about Happy Jack is that it's not just, I mean, yes, you know, you're wearing a hat, Brady's wearing a hat, I'm wearing a hat. Like it is, that's, you know, the, the, the main level of what Happy Jack is. But when you peel away that, it's all about, you know, helping and speaking out and recognizing where you are in this world, you know, um, young and old. I mean, even though our technically our demographic is probably between 13 and 22, 23 years old, it affects everybody. I mean, mental health today affects everybody. I don't care what anybody says. There was a, you know, a stat that it was one in every five kids suffers from mental health issues. And I so firmly disagree with that. I, it's, I think it's one out of one or five out of five. Like it's, yeah, you know. But the kids really have taught us what they want, what they wear, what they respond to, what, you know, I said, I joke around, like I was fired from handling Instagram by one of Jack's friends. She's like, <laughs> you know, and I, it's funny, but it's, it's a kid's brand. So I guess mine, what my messaging wasn't in the language, so to speak, of how, <laughs> so literally I could get a phone call. She's like, I think your Instagram needs a little tweaking. I'm like, you're the new social media director. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, we trust these kids and in a lot of ways, they're much smarter than we are. So, you know, one of Jack's friends is the photographer. One of Jack's friends help us with creative social media. There's, they're all 19, 20 years old, every one of them. How much of your therapist is helping you with this versus another? Is there such thing as corporate therapy for how does that work? We are, we're linked to, um, if you go to our website, there's some informational 1-800 lines that can help you immediately. There's links to Active Minds, Child Mind Institute, and a few other ones as well. Our mission is very clear, and, and that's to help everywhere we can. And while our main focus is mental health, again, we are 
you know, we do partner and give to other charities and foundations. And because Brady and I believe that everything's important. And I do believe that Jack felt that way also, because, you know, as Brady mentioned earlier, when he gave away his first thousand dollars to a child mind Institute, they came back to him and asked him for, you know, to do an exclusive deal. And it was, I remember it was Father's Day weekend and him and I were walking on the beach in Connecticut and he said, you know, they offered me an exclusive deal. And I said, that's amazing. You know, so what are you going to do? And he said, the problem is they want X amount of dollars. They want X amount of exclusivity. And if I don't raise the money, then I got to give it to them. And I don't want to do that. And I said, well, why don't you want to do this? Because I want to give to everyone. And that was his answer. And I looked at him, stopped him in our walk. And I looked at him and I said, well, there's your answer. Yeah. Like you, you, and that's what he was building on, which was what Brady and I are continuing to go on, which is that everything matters. When it comes to building your brand's communication strategy, there are literally no limits. From support groups to private DM groups, there's a reason why there seems to be a right time and a right place for certain types of conversations, especially if you're looking to be productive. Yes, focus on your digital comms team, your social media team, understand SEO, and know how people are searching for you because you will be pleasantly surprised with how many other like-minded business owners, parents, because parents own businesses, how many of them are out there looking for you and want to support you and your business and your cause and your team. Now, the phrase teamwork is often used in college settings to encourage students to get involved on campus. College brand ambassadors are a great way for companies to spread awareness and form a relationship with the campus community at large all while giving students the opportunity to participate in a meaningful cause. We have 50 college ambassadors that are spread across the country on different college campuses. And, you know, to Brady's point is that these are friends of Jack's. These are people that knew Jack that were touched by a message or, or things like that. Like these aren't people that Brady and I like frequently have conversations with, although we do now, but these are people that, you know, feel an obligation so to speak, to their relationship with Jack and the message that he was sending to continue passing on this message. And again, I'll go back to while the smiley face that you're wearing on your head and the Happy Jack logo that Brady and I are both wearing is the brand, there's an underlying message. And we really empower these kids on these college campuses to not only sell product because you know, while that's important because it's getting it out there and the message out there, the message is, how can we help? What can we do? Because there are kids all over the place on these college campuses yeah. that don't know where to turn. And I mean, I'm seeing it every single day. You know, this one passes away. This one drops out of college. This one gets pulled out of college to go to a place where they can get better in their head. And that's what we're trying to do is like, if there's one kid and we want more, but if there's one kid that we can help, we will. You know, that's the real mission of our college ambassadors is, is to help spread this message of to break the stigma attached to mental health and that it's okay to not be okay. Like, it really is. Do people ask you how can they support you aside from the merch component on the website? What are some of the ways that people can support you as a brand? Earlier, you talked about empathy, right? And and these people have empathy and their parents. What happened to David and I is a parent's worst nightmare. 
the gentleman who runs Silvercast Media is a parent. He has a son who wrestles with his own. The gentleman who's offering us the seaport space, he has children of his own. It's become such a personal attachment to these people and it is their pleasure to offer their assistance. And um, I, I get emotional, but I'm so grateful for everybody's support. When you talk about selling, there's some, some merch. So you come out with like sort of select drops here and there. D dibble dabbles, keep us in suspense. We're going to keep that up for three months. In that time period, we'll do, you know, maybe 150 pieces for Earth Day with one of his designs. So maybe we'll do four limited drops a year. We send out emails and messaging around that, but the kids do. They We drop everything at midnight and they... Like you said, they wait. I know. Trust me, I was the guy that used to show up at Coconuts trying to get tickets to REM. So like I and I lost out at the door. I'm like, these kids, they don't even know how lucky they are. It's just an internet thing for them. I literally wait until like I watch the countdown clock on Instagram and I'm I hope I'm like zero 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 two or three in the invoice list. Like I, I aspire to be the OG shopper. Like I'm so excited to support. He would love what, to hear you say that. Oh, I love it. Literally from 12 to like 1.30, you should right. see the, you know, the analytics are like, and then, yeah. we and then do like 80% of our business in the first 24 hours. <laughs> so so like if you say you want to be two or one, two or three, I am. you better be right on that play. I did feel called, David, to support you blindly, not needing to know what I was supporting. And then this hat was the first piece of merch that I purchased. And with the education, you become part of that community. And when you're in the community and you're inside your Instagram and you're in the flow of conversation is to me where some of that real magic happens. A lot of brands are hyper-focused on the feed and the layout and you know the what's it going to look like on the on the profile piece. But I'm sure you've learned is the power of private DM room chat, like the amount of private DMs you must have. I would say we get messages from parents that are grateful that Jack shared his story because it enabled their own children to finally share their story. It's like a coming out, if yeah. you will. It's not something that we should be ashamed of any longer. Like I said, Jack was the voice for all these kids and made it okay to talk about. So I think he normalized it in such a way. And what I'm grateful for is that you know, Jack was the most loving soul and anyone who met him just, he had a very magnetic, charismatic, handsome, just when he loved, he loved hard. As a new business, it's hard to know if you're 100% sustainable. I get it. Time is unpredictable. Time is relative. Time is not guaranteed. It's about not knowing where it's going. It's about being present and open to the journey with the support of your community and your partners, as well as the people who you support. Vinny, you asked earlier about sustainability. Yeah. I, I, you know, I know that I speak for Brady when I, I say that, you know, we're a sustainable company. We're going to be here. Um, you know, our designs are whimsical and fun and a little dark and a little creative and crazy sometimes. And um, if you go on the website, you'll see a few of them. But I believe that what we're doing and how we're doing it and the content and context around it will allow us and Happy Jack to be here for a very long time. I'm gonna let Brady get into this, but just one piece is that, you know, look, every design that comes out is Jack's. Like we have, we're very yes. fortunate to, at least for now, 
have, you know, at least my guess is another year or two of designs that Jack created in his, you know, in his mind, on his notepad, in his computer, which is amazing because they're true to what Happy Jack is. And yeah, yeah it's, um, you know, I, I, we've changed our strategy a little bit in the last like month, you know, because Jack's whole philosophy was one and done. And like, once it's done, that's it. You can't get it anymore. And Brady and I, I guess, have been educated a little bit, in, you know, again, from the younger generation of that it's okay to bring certain things back and, and have certain things because they're meaningful. And we don't ever want someone to go to the website where there's such messaging and great feedback and, and great information but they go to buy something and every single thing is sold out. Like we don't want that. We want everybody to be able to get something, whether it's a sticker pack, a hat, a shirt, a hoodie, sweatpants or whatever, but there is a a strategy to it. So I'm going to let Brady jump in here and (laughs) talk about that. She's our chief strategist. Uh, I love that. Yeah. With a, with a 20 year old wingman, 21 year old wingman to go back to the original question, everything was limited drops. So we tried to um, consistently do as we believe he wished, but then I did revisit a lot of um, his prior writings and ideas, and he did leave behind a ton of notes. He did want to keep some OG or stock merchandise on the site, so we're launching a classic collection, which will be three of the original logos, three different colorways, and it will consist of a hoodie, a jogger, one hat for the whole collection, a long sleeve tee and a short sleeve tee. He built a beautiful brand that by definition can impact hundreds and millions of companies and businesses and people all at the same time because there's nothing. Yeah. You know, whatever connections you got, let us know. (laughs) Well, hopefully the people listening to this also realize like the purpose behind this brand isn't necessarily what's driving, but is what's catapulting this movement you know, is the purpose. The purpose isn't what's fueling what's happening. The purpose is literally what is propelling people to, it's a magnetically pulling people. There's so much more to learn outside those four walls um, of high school and in college. He actually enjoyed college a little bit more because he got to take classes that he wanted to, as opposed to classes that someone was telling him to. But he, I think a lot of kids would like rather learn by doing than by sitting and being lectured to. You're seeing that so much more today is that these kids are dropping out of school and they're forming these companies and corporations and they're killing it. And, you know, it's not all kids, but I never agreed with that. And I was always in our relationship with our kids. I was always the, you know, you gotta do your work. You gotta get good grades. You're not gonna college. And as I got older and more mature, I understood and I saw it more about Jack. That wasn't who he was. And and to Brady's point, you know, Jack initially didn't get into the University of Denver and he took it upon himself. He called the head of admissions and had a conversation with them and explained to them, you know, why he, and his essay was all about what Brady said. It was, was why, you know, a grade is not important. It's the person you want this person in your school, not a straight A student because they're going to get straight A's and then they may go do nothing in the rest of their lives. But but Jack is going to go and maybe he'll coast by with C's. He'll graduate and then he'll go do what he needs to do. And, and that's, I think, how most of these kids are looking at life now is like, I mean, I talked to two kids yesterday from the University of Michigan, separate conversations, both of them doing one of them a corporate, you know, building a company and the other is is doing some great things and was very close with Jack. And, and they're making a difference, both of them. 
And it's not because they go to Michigan. It's because their mindset is set to do what they need to do to be here for a very long time. One thing I want to say that I do firmly believe is that very often as parents, and I think as kids too, when your child says, I'm not happy, when someone says, I'm not happy, and they're not exactly sure why, the common response is to say, well, maybe you married the wrong person. Maybe you chose the wrong school. Maybe, but happiness comes from within. And for so long, we tried to find the solution because that's what you do as parents, right? You want to fix everything, but we couldn't fix this for Jack. So it wasn't the school. It wasn't, you know, any outside factors. And it wasn't until he finally was almost 20 years old that he was able to realize, you know what, it's up to me to make myself happy. And and that's something that I really want everyone to know. Um, It's not always an outside factor. It really has to, happiness has to come from within. It was always Happy Jack's world in his mind. So that's why, (laughs) that's the way it was perfect. I love you so much. Thank you for taking time and sharing this with me and with us. And of course, and whatever I can't we, wait to see we what comes of it. You know, my past, we're here for you. Yeah. I love you guys. And um, I will talk soon. I want to acknowledge and thank Brady and David Nathan for their strength, the courage and patience it took to record this podcast. I also would like to remind you to go to happyjacksworld.com to check out the merch and apparel that we've been talking about. Because if you do place an order, please hashtag me so I can share in all of your Happy Jack glory. Unfortunately, I know there are other people out there who will relate to this story and their experience, and I hope Happy Jack's successes inspire you to reach out and connect with whoever it is that needs to hear from you. You've been listening to I Have a Podcast with Vinnie Podestivo. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, please find us at IHaveAPodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks a lot for listening, and we'll see you next week.